Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Coffee with Casey. Spend a little time talking about the market, the strategies, marketing plan. You know, our whole goal here is to make more and keep more. So that's the, that's our job is to keep you up to date every week. Now, the market conditions, the reason I'm doing this every Thursday, obviously, is keep an eye on market conditions. Um, where are we? Where are we going? Where have we been? Uh, compare today's market to to other markets past five years. Um, when is this lack of inventory gonna stop? Uh, when are we gonna see some more inventory on the market? We'll go over all that, that today. We're also gonna talk about trimming the price. You know, one of the most important things when you're listing a house is to make sure that you have not gone over. This is like the price is right. You wanna go as high as you can without going over. If you go over, now, you know, you don't get the contracts coming in. You don't get multiple contracts, multiple bids. You don't get people bidding the price up. Um, in fact, it's the exact opposite. People start wondering what's wrong with the house. It does not go on the market. So right now, 80% of the houses are under contract. So the other 20 people are looking at it going, what's wrong with that house? You know, And then that is where the bottom feeders will come. They'll, they'll try and pick off that house for, for a good deal. So the difference between listing at the right price, wrong price could be could be $100,000, easy, easily $100,000. So we're gonna talk about trimming that price before you go live. We're gonna talk about the number one word in the real estate market right now. What is the one word that you need to capture that $100,000, $150,000 premium that you keep hearing people talk about or, or, or $300,000 premium? Because we found last week, one house got $150,000 premium, another house got a $300,000 premium. So little crazy. There's a lot of money at stake, but there's one word we're going to talk about today that everybody needs to understand and know and abide by. Okay. I, you know, we have protocols and I keep saying stay by the protocol, uh, but you really have to because things are getting exciting out there. I'm going to give some buyer tips. A lot of agents are scratching their head. They're frustrated. The buyers are frustrated. There's a lot of buyer fatigue out there. So I'm going to give a few buyer tips on things you want to look for, you know, when you're buying and, and, you know, the only word for, I would say for the buyers is be a little more patient. And I know that it's tough, but you're trying to jam a, a, a round a square peg and a round hole uh, and you're getting frustrated. Um, it's just an inventory issue right now. It's not you, it's just the inventory. So um, we have to be a little patient, it's coming, but I'll give you some tips on what to look for over and beyond that. So let's, let's first head like we always do. We'll go and take a look at the, at the market conditions Let's see where we are. I'm going to help share my screen with you guys. Hopefully it's not on something strange. Let's go over here to this. Okay. So this is our March 2022 update. We're going to look back, of course, at February. This is where we started. The first two weeks of February, we were down 17, 18%, which was better than January because we were down 25%. So the market was getting, at least it was getting a little bit better. Now that we can look at the whole week of February, there's where we are. Vienna is still down 39%, but that's a small number. I mean, 37 houses versus 61 houses, it's, it's not a big deal. If you look at the entire county of Fairfax County, 7% down. Now, remember, in January, we were down 25%. So only being down this month, 7% is a lot better. And you'll see that's across the board, you know, 1%, 6%. So what that tells me is, that we are getting more inventory out. It's not as bad as it was. Um, we certainly aren't in the green yet, 
but um, but it's getting better. And again, buyers need to be a little more patient. Sellers need to be quick. Buyers need to be patient. All right. So let's take a look at the, this is the percentage of homes that are on the market. So if you're looking in like Oak Hill, well, 87% of the detached homes are under contract. So we need to know this as both a buyer and a seller, that if this is 87%, then the sellers are in total command of the market. You know, the average is 60%. Anything, uh, you know, so when I say under contract, I mean, if there's 100 houses on the market and six and 80 are under contract, okay, that's 80% of the homes are under contract, only 22% are active. Anything over 60%, that's a seller's market. That's a good seller's market, by the way. So when you get up into the 80s, it's, it's just crazy. This is where it was the last time we met. Right now, everybody's at about 80. So yes, the closer in, maybe they're in the mid-70s, uh, McLean, you know, is McLean, but these are mid seventies. Now everybody else is in the eighties and high seventies. So as we can see, you know, not as bad as it was, certainly not a buyer's market, extreme seller's market. Again, it's, you know, and again, you don't have to, um, let me see how to say this. Anybody can sell your house. I mean, any realtor can walk in the door and sell your house, but it's, you want to make more, you want to keep more. How do you get the maximum amount? These are the strategies we talk about. I mean, our sellers that follow our strategy get out with 133% when the rest of the market's getting out with 124, 125% of assessment. So if you look at your assessment, our homes sell at 133% of assessment and the other homes sell at 125% of assessment, then that's a premium. That's an eight, seven, eight percent premium that houses are selling. And if our average house is 1.3 million, you're talking about a lot of money. I mean, you're talking about a lot of money, over $100,000. So the strategies we talk about on Coffee with Casey, the word I'm going to really talk to you about today, um, that is where, um, you know, that's where the rubber meets the road, if you will. So let's, let me get rid of this. I think everybody's clear. We're still in a seller's market. Um, you know, we're still, still in the seller's market and, uh, let me, let me just buzz out of this real quick guys. Thanks. All right. So still in seller's market, but it's getting better. Inventory is still low, but it's getting better. It's not as bad as it was in January. I mean, 25% down for January was scary. And now we're back up to about five or 6% down for February. And that's good considering that the first part of the, of the month we were down 18%. Okay. So it's on the way. There's a ton of coming soon. Uh, word of the day for the buyers is be patient. Word of the day um, for my clients is, and this is the number one word in real estate. And, you know, there's different times where you have to emphasize different things. The word today is discipline. You must be disciplined. If you get cavalier about things, if you get careless about things, there's so much money on the market, right? There's so much profit you can make. And again, the key is if you want to make more, if you want to get that, that top dollar, then you must be disciplined on the way you do it. And here's a couple, a couple ways that I'm talking about. Nobody wants to paint a house. I'm telling you, nobody wants to paint a house, but if you do, you're going to get paid and you're going to get paid, you know, 
five times the money that you spent, right? Maybe seven times the money you spent, maybe 10 times the money you spent. Nobody wants to switch out hardware in their house, but if you do, you get paid and you get paid big time. I walked into a house that we're gonna launch over on Lee May. And, and for those of you looking in the 1.5s, 1.6s, 1.7s, you might wanna take a look at the house that's coming soon in Lee May. I think it's gonna be, they're gonna be coming soon on Monday, Monday, yeah. So when you first walked in, it was, there was a couple of things that just caught your eye and stood out and, you know, that is not what you want. You don't wanna see gold, you don't wanna see brass, you don't wanna see old lighting fixtures, you wanna see, uh, neutral color so you can see the space feature and function of a house so these sellers did it right they spent the money they got the carpeting they got the paint they picked their house up they put the hardware in when I walked through yesterday I was just basically shocked over what I didn't see right what I didn't see it's it's all about what you don't see right so I walked in and went oh my god this is really nice I don't know what it was I can tell you that I didn't see gold like I did the first time I walked in or brass. I didn't see different colors, which I didn't see when I walked in yesterday. It all looked just great. There was no window treatments. The windows had the screens removed. They were clean. It looked great. It was airy. And it was like, wow, this is really nice. And then I said, we got upstairs. I said, did you change out the hardware? I never even noticed it. I never even noticed it. So. I think the key here is you don't want people to notice old lighting fixtures. You don't want them to notice brass knobs. You don't want them to notice things like this. You want to you want to update, and I know that you don't want to do it. I I I get that, and and you don't have to. But I'm just saying that if you if you spend, I'll bet they probably put in twelve twelve thousand thirteen thousand dollars, and they're going to benefit at least a hundred thousand. At at least if I'm wrong. It's 125 to 150,000 bucks. So, you know, you don't have to. And trust me, people have thrown me out of the house before saying, I'm not touching my house. And that's okay. You don't have to touch your house. I, I said, you don't have to do anything. Just, you're just not going to get that, that, that updated or that uh, transitional price that we're trying to get, which is fine. So, you know, our job is to tell you highest and best. So the discipline word that we're talking about be disciplined enough to not, not let emotions get carried away and just say, if I invest X, I'm going to get Y. I want the Y. Okay. okay. I need to be disciplined. Put it in the hands of the realtor. Um, you know, our people, they make sure the painting gets done and all the stuff gets done. And, you know, so it's not a burden on the seller. It's literally, you know, it's a contracting job. You send out, you get it done. Um, is it some work? Of course it is, but it'd be work for the buyer too. So the discipline starts with preparing the house. The discipline starts, the discipline starts with picking the right realtor. You know, it's easy to pick your cousin or your uncle or your friend or your neighbor or your, your buddy at the club or whatever. Easy to do that. Don't do that. Make them compete. Make, get people that say, I need to know, you know, what am I paying? What are you doing? What's your marketing strategy? What's your pricing plan? You know, what's your pricing strategy? What's your marketing plan? I need to know your track record. So this is something you really need to focus on. So your first discipline is picking the realtor. The next discipline is preparing the house. The next discipline comes this week. So 
Um, we're, I'm going to talk about trimming the price, the discipline of trimming the price. Okay. So we launch things in coming soon. And I can see how many people are looking at, at houses, right? I can see how many people are favoring your home. I know how big the buyer pool is. I know who loves it and who doesn't love it. I, I can tell you before we launch how many contracts you're going to get on your house. And that's important because we need to know if a big contract comes in, are we going to take it? Discipline. That's another portion of the discipline part that I'm going to talk about here in a sec. So we need to be disciplined enough to say, okay, I know I really want this number, but if that's where the buyer pool is, I need to be disciplined enough to go to the buyer pool. Fine. I know I can tell you people that stay here don't win. These people get 110% of the value as a percentage of their assessment proven. And the people that drop it to here get 133% of their assessment. So I will tell you, you should be here, not here, because you got $100,000 at stake. So this week, we're launching two houses. Great house on Poplar Glen. Poplar Glen had 26 people saying it's their favorite. They're loving it. And I got 20 and 30 people wanting to see it. Da, 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 da. And we put it on for 1050000 right? Clearly, that is, um, although it's a good number, is not was too low. So I went to that seller and I said, look, you know, I, I'm usually telling people to drop your thing a little bit, but I think you need to go to 1.1 because I see this coming in somewhere about 1.2. Okay. Based on all these people coming in, I think we're coming in. I think we're going to get 1.2. Let's get a little closer. Let's go to 1.1. Not going over a major threshold, just to go to 1.1. He said, yes, okay, let's do it. So let's do that. So at the same time, I had a house that's 1.1. Five, five. And they only had four people in that buyer pool that were favoring that house for whatever reason. And the buyer pool was only 200. By the way, the buyer pool on Poplar Glen was uh, over a thousand, over a thousand. So I don't need that many people. So the other one was only 200, 1.55. So for that, it's like, look, we're going to get 1.6. I'm telling you, we can get 1.6, but we have to go to 1.5 million to do it. Right. So Seller showed discipline. Seller said, fine, let's go to 1.5. That's where the bigger buyer pool is. Immediately, the buyer pool, you know, almost tripled and the hit count went up on the favorite. So, so now we've, because the seller was disciplined enough to not let their emotions get involved, they put it to the proper price. Now, we've done this before many times and we've really made money every time. We made 150 on one, we made 200 on another. Um, we were sitting at 1.35. I went to the sellers. I said, you got to get to 1.3. There's the buyer pool is not strong enough here for this size house. And um, so they did discipline. So they did. And we got $1.5 million Two two offers at 1.49 million. So yeah, that was, that was a case of sellers showing the discipline to follow the protocol, right? Follow the strategy. Even though you do one house, I do 100 a year, you do one, you know, follow that strategy and trust it. And they get rewarded 150 or 200, or in this case, in one case, $300,000. So, so that's about trimming the price. And that happens the day or two before you go to go live. So we go coming soon, trim the price, 
go live with a number that we know is going to generate multiple contracts. We know is going to get us our bigger number. Um, and then away we go. Now, now comes another discipline, right? Now comes another discipline. The discipline of everybody's coming. Of course, you're the most popular. Of course, everybody wants to see it. Of course, people are leaving town and have to see it before it goes live. I, if somebody doesn't call me and say, my client's leaving their military. They're going to be leaving town. They got to get in the house today. I know it's coming soon, but we got to get if they didn't call, I'd be shocked, but I always get those calls. We're not letting people in. You have to be disciplined enough not to let them in the house, right? You have to be disciplined enough not to take that big first contract that comes in, right? Because a big first contract, what if they walk? Now, what have you got? It's all about the what ifs. You need to be disciplined enough to say, as realtors and sellers to say, sorry, we cannot take now what we've done is we've condensed the time that we're coming soon and open house and I highly recommend a lot of realtors take um, um, follow suit okay we don't do a one week anymore coming soon we do we'll come soon on Monday we'll have our uh, predictive analysis on Wednesday we'll launch on Thursday that means it's still fresh that means that that you know everybody's not getting fatigued and tired and putting contracts in and getting rejected and getting mad angry and walking up stop monday coming soon wednesday because trust me if you're a real buyer you will know about that house you will definitely know about that house wednesday predictive analysis thursday launch friday open house or saturday friday or saturday open house right now, somebody says, well, open house, people people work. Yeah, if they're looking for a house, they're not working. Trust me. If they're looking for a house, they will be at that open house from 1 to 3 on Friday. And I know that because we have 25 showings on Fridays. So if 25 showings on Fridays, those are the people that are bringing in the contracts. Those are real buyers. So we want to be there on Friday. We have to have the discipline to get to that open house. Sellers have to have the discipline not to accept these contracts. Now, we have to present them. You know, that's our job. When a contract comes in, we're obligated to present them. And and agents are good about putting pressure on sellers. If you don't take it, we're walking. Well, you know, if you're going to do that, then you probably are going to walk anyways. Uh, if you don't love the house that much, probably going to walk anyways. Um, after about two weeks when a homeowner stocks come in or for whatever reason. Um, so, so the discipline to stay the course do the open house, be thoughtful about the contracts, make sure we get the right up contract, and then also make sure we get the right backup contracts. Because should the first one get squirrely, should the first one walk away, should there be an onslaught of inventory? And this is coming, by the way. We have our inventory slated to launch is 60 times higher from March to May 1, is 60 times higher than we were last year. Uh, 60, not 60%, 60, not 60 times, 60%, 60% higher than it was last year. So if we're any indicator, it's coming. And we're a big indicator because we do, again, more listings in Vienna than, you know, we did more listings over a million dollars last year than all the compass agents combined. So we are a good indicator that um, just on my pipeline, we, we've got, you know, we're up 60%. So I think it's coming. 
Um, so if the inventory does start to come and you have somebody that's under contract, you paid 200,000 over less price, can you get that to stick? Can you get them to get the settlement? I think this is a Seinfeld episode, guys. It's not about getting the contract. It's about holding the contract to settlement. So the discipline helps us pick the right realtor, prepare the house correctly, be thoughtful about our pricing, make sure we priced it correctly, be disciplined about not accepting contracts early, be disciplined about checking all the contracts and making sure. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, I've got, I've got 10 minutes of just a little more to say, but so I'm gonna tell you this story. I'm gonna tell you, this is very applicable to real estate. We coach football. Um, the other team in a county championship game, Chantilly scored a touchdown with one minute and two seconds to play. We get the ball. We're driving down the field. It's an incredible drive all the way down the field with 11 seconds on the clock. Billy Pickett throws a pass in the back corner of the end zone to Jordan Ebersol. The Madison High School is packed. And Jordan makes this incredible catch, you know, feet down, touchdown. We tie the game. We've marched in 56 seconds, six seconds left on the clock. So at that time, a coach has got to be very calm and collected and never get emotional, never turn into a fan. If you turn into a fan, you're screwed. And here's that example. So I was so excited and, you know, I knew it was going, oh my God, it was the greatest thing of all time that I totally blew it in that I needed to tell the kicker, make sure you kick the ball at least 10 yards and go kick it to a flower pot. I was too busy celebrating. Instead of telling him to kick it to a flower pot who will run around and possibly fumble the ball and we could get it and score, um, I didn't. I was a fan. I was too excited. And so what happens, it doesn't go 10 yards, they get the ball. Okay, again, I was still having too good of a time and wasn't really focused and paying attention. Instead of telling the defensive backs to play back, let them catch and tackle them, let's go to overtime. Um, I did not. And of course, our safety tried to intercept the ball, they caught it and they ran for a touchdown. So uh, in one minute and two seconds, there was three touchdowns scored, right? Now, we lost that game because I broke discipline as a coach and didn't say calm, cool, and collected. No matter how crazy things are, you got to stay calm, cool, and collected. The real estate market right now is seeing three touchdowns scored in the last minute, right? You just, we're scoring touchdowns right now. You, you're, we are just like I was when we scored that touchdown with six seconds on the clock. It was incredible. 100,000 over list price, incredible. 150, 200,000 over list price, incredible. 300,000 over list price, somebody cracked some champagne. Now's the time to be calm. Don't go celebrating. Don't start popping any champagne. Now is that time. There's six seconds on the clock, right? We need to win the game. So, you know, this is not the time to break ceremonial discipline. This is the time to be very calm, very thoughtful, very disciplined. So now you know why I say that discipline is the number one word in real estate right now. You need to know your protocols. You need to stick with your protocols. Don't get impressed with yourself for selling a house for 200,000 over list price. Don't be impressed that you're a seller that got, you know, blah, blah, blah over for your house. We're not done yet, right? We need to just stay disciplined through the whole thing, okay? Be very calm, um, be very thoughtful. Uh, there's a lot of money at stake. So let's not all go celebrating and patting ourselves on the back yet. We'll do that at seven. When they disperse, you owe me beers at the VNN. If we go over 100,000, you owe me beers at the VNN. 
And if we go under 100,000 IOU beers at the beginning, let me tell you something, somebody's drinking beers down at the beginning. So uh, anyways, that's our word for today. So today we've talked about market conditions are getting better. Uh, the inventory is coming, although it's still a solid seller's market, but the buyer's market is on, not the buyer's market, but a neutral market looks to be on the way. You need to trim that list price before you go on the market. It's just like price is right. You want to get close, but not over. If you go over the buzzer sounds and you don't get any contracts, right? The number one word is discipline, whether it's picking a realtor or fixing up your house or working on a, a list price or, you know, securing that contract with backups, backups, don't accept a contract too soon. Let it go through its list. Let follow the protocol, right? And then work your way through until you get to, until you get to the VNN when it's all over with. Okay. So that's our, our real word of the day. Now, the last thing I'm going to do is I'm going to talk to some of the, the uh, agents. Um, we, had a, we had an incredible meeting of Samson Property Masterminds of agents that do either 10 million or 20 million over. Um, and, and, you know, there's a, there was a lot of frustration in the room because, um, you know, a lot of them work with buyers and it is extremely difficult uh, right now when you're working with buyers in this. And, you know, the key word here is patience. And I would extend that to everybody that, you know, number one, there's just no inventory out there right now, but it's coming. Okay. You're frustrated because the reason we sell in February and March is for the exact reason the buyers are frustrated right now, because there's no inventory. And this happens every year. This isn't just a 2021 or 2022. This is every year, right? This is not the time for buyers to get out there because this is when there's no inventory and tons of buyers. All right. That's why, that's why we sell now. Right. So the best time to buy is June, July, and August. That's when people go to the beach. Inventory is coming. And, you know, everybody's putting their inventory on the market. So, you know, summer is a buyer's market. Early spring is a, uh, is a seller's market. And that's where we're in right now. So the first word for the buyers is be patient or wait. All right. The second tip for the buyers is just like the couple that when, when we launch a house, it's critical that you prepare the house for the market, right? So, because that benefits the seller. But if they don't do that, if they don't have the discipline to fix the house up, then who's that gonna benefit? It's gonna benefit the buyer, right? So the buyers can come in, find a home where you can literally walk into and go, ooh, well, is it just cosmetics? Is it just paint? Is it just hardware? Is it just, you know, some lighting fixtures, can you, does it have the bones? Is it in the right neighborhood? Is it the right price range? Is it in the right school district? You know, how's the roof, right? It's very important, how's the roof? The roof can be 30, 40,000 bucks. The roof is worth more than all the cosmetics combined. So, so if you're a buyer, go look at people that haven't done the cosmetics, you do it. If you do it, you can buy the house at a normal price. I know you don't want to do the work, do the work, right? And, uh, you know, your realtor probably sets up listings too, and they can help you with, hey, when you come in, these are your proper paints, right? These are the proper lighting fixtures. These are today's, you know, this is today's hardware. Um, they can at least you help set it up. So, so find people that make mistakes, right? Now, I don't begrudge agents for calling a listing agent, trying to get contracts. And I don't begrudge them because you know what? There are some not very bright 
agents. They'll just say, oh my gosh, you're going to offer us 50,000 over this price. My gosh, that's real good. Let me get this back to my seller. And sometimes they will accept that. So you got to give it a try at least. You got to talk to the listing agent. Now, for you buyers, I have this to say. Get a good agent. Don't get a hard ass. Don't get somebody that's trying to play hardball. If you get somebody that's trying to play hardball with a with a, a listing agent, you can go to the bottom of the heap or get blackballed. I mean, there are some agents that just try and push their weight around and push it on. We don't, you know, listing agents don't want that. They, they gotta, they've got to deal with these people. And, you know, we've got to trust the selling, the selling agent that they're going to get this done, their lender. Make sure you're working with one of the best, the big five um, lenders around here that all realtors know and respect. First Heritage, Intercoastal, McLean Mortgage, George Mason Funding, First Savings Bank. If, if, the, if your contract comes in with one of those five people on it, chances are that realtor definitely knows who the lender is, may even know who the loan officer is. So these are the ones you want to work on, okay? That will help you. Make sure that they've seen everything, your assets, uh, you know, everything. If you have gift letters, get gift letters into them. Get them everything that they need. So, you know, you have one of the top lenders, um, you know, but, the, but the, I think the agents are, you know, um, some agents want to fight with you, you know? Um, so we have a policy, no escalation clauses, because it's in the best interest of buyers to have an escalation clause. It's in the best interest of sellers to have highest and best offers. So we don't allow escalation clauses. We, we want highest and best offers. So if you're the only contract that comes in and you've got an escalation clause, I can't really throw it out because it's all I got, right? But we have also ways of dealing with that. But, um, um, but highest and best offers. So if your agent comes in with an escalation clause and the, and the listing agent is saying no escalation clauses, then you shoot yourself in the foot because on multiple contracts, that goes to the bottom of the heap. So don't do that. So agents should be um, understand leverage and um, and just be nice, be professional, be nice, follow instructions, and and try and see you know what you can do. If you bug the listing agents and there's 20 contracts coming in, you're really not doing your your client a favor. So, um, uh, anyways, those are just a few things to consider when you're working as a buyer in this market. Um, and be ready. You right now you're educating yourself. Don't 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 think because you put a contract in and you lost it that you got nothing out of it. You got a lot out of it. You got the process. You got more education. You're you're now into the contracts. You understand more. So you gain knowledge. So if you gain knowledge, that's not a waste of time. That's that's time well spent. So yeah, don't don't worry about it. Just just be patient. And hang in there. Market's on the way. Right. All right, my name is Casey Sampson from the Casey Sampson team. Our motto is make more, keep more. Um, we'll talk about that next week on Coffee with Casey. How, what are the pricing strategies, marketing plans for making more? What kind of structure? How do you work with realtors so you keep more? Um, you know, without home inspections and without, without appraisal contingencies, that's pretty much at least 50 to 60% of, of a listing agent's job. And... Um, and 90% of their headaches. So if you don't have to do that, then why are we paying too much? All right, so we'll talk next week about making more on pricing strategies and marketing plans and keeping more on, on how you pick your realtors and, and what that whole deal is. Today has been all about 
trimming the list price before you put it on the market. The number one word in real estate, which is discipline and how you apply it to all of those different aspects. Do not start patting yourself on the back as you get contracts. You're only halfway home. And some buyer tips. So maybe the buyers can get along in this market. If you want to reach me, I'm at 703-508-2535. You can see my team's information on caseysampson.com. If you want to see any of the, one of these on podcast, caseysampson.com slash podcast. We'll see you again next Thursday. If you need any help in the real estate market, give them a call. Remember, friends don't let friends, family, business associates lose in this real estate market. You want them to make more and keep more. See ya.